The Mixed Bag on the After Reality Podcast Network. He is America's favorite house guest, Will Simmons. And he finished second in Big Brother Fantasy, Spencer Kitley. And this is After Reality. Welcome back to the Mixed Bag Podcast here on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners at Fantasy for Reality, Fantasy the numeral four reality.com. That's where we're playing all of our fantasy games, fantasy games live now. They're still playable for Bachelor in Paradise, Survivor, and the challenge so check those out play along with your friends colleagues family whatever you like and today we are talking big brother 25 finale and the week leading up to it as well as this week's episode of of survivor and the two-parter or two episode week of the challenge so plenty to talk about we promise we're gonna get back to doing some bravo content i've been a little behind on my bravo so we're sticking with the core shows for now but we'll be back with bravo content soon that all being said well what is a good word uh, pretty sad that Big Brother's over. I love the season. I love the cast. Love just everything about it this season. So that sucks. It's gone. It will free up some extra time for other things, as you just said. You're behind on other stuff. <laughs> but I felt like this is one of my all time favorite seasons, just because of the people on the show and like the way it was played hard from the beginning to end. So a um, little disappointed, but I'm super happy about the, how it ended. I couldn't have asked for a better season or ending to it. Yeah, a lot of things to be happy about with this season, which we'll get to for sure. Um. I'm looking forward to diving into that. The uh, Survivor is is continuing to be really good. It started slow with a bunch mm-hmm. of quitters, right? But yeah. the last few weeks is really starting to hit its stride. I'm hoping that the challenge, as we get the infusion of some of the champions into the game in one way or another, in the in the next maybe next week, it it will it will take an uptick. It's it's kind of slow and go right now, but obviously the challenge is still the challenge, and we love it. Um, but yeah, I'm. Plenty, plenty, plenty on TV and plenty for us to talk about. Um, I'm also I'm I'm really liking Winterhouse. Uh, that's the one Bravo show that I'm that I'm keeping up with. I, I I'm partial to it because I was was there when they were filming it, not actually filming, but I I, I uh, was in Steamboat, familiar with Steamboat, and uh, it's fun. You could have been a blip on the screen uh, as an extra skiing around there. You never know. Though well, they were skiing in in the one episode, and I was like, oh wait, was that the day I saw him? And I'm like, no, Tom Schwartz is at the grocery store with Katie. Uh, not mm-hmm. Kenny Maloney, uh, British Katie. So uh, it isn't the day I was there. So I, we haven't gotten there yet. They haven't made your uh, future debut in Winter House. I got it. <laughs> they haven't kept me falling down or anything on the slopes. We're, we're good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, if you're not watching Southern Charm, wow, it's just it's it's a dra- dramatic season for sure. Uh, I've I know you're catching up on it later, but that's been a excellent season. It's not like Salt Lake City shit show from the get go, and it's been awesome. <laughs> oh, look what you did there! You're a poet, and you didn't even know it. There you go. Um, cool. Well, let's go ahead and dive in. Before we do, um, you want to remind everybody where they can follow us online? If you don't know, now you know. We're on Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at After Reality Podcast. Spot, spot, subscribe where you download on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, or Stitcher. And check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. Yeah, very good. Very good. And let's get right into it. We have a lot to talk about. Long way to go. Short time to get there, as uh, the bandit might say. Um, we'll talk Big Brother 25 to start, and um, we'll, we'll dial it back to kind of how we got into this last week. We're entering the week, and the talk is about Sari or Felicia and which one of them is the, the better target. And, I mean, we ultimately end up getting rid of both, right? Uh, uh, Jag and Matt are trying to make the call on it. A little bit of input from Bowie, and and I, as we go, like you never really know. Like I was really bought into like this Bowie-Jag thing. I thought that was like a, a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was sold as such, um, but like Matt, you're Matt or your boy, like actual like really good friends. I mean, like how do you turn on your friend? And like, it's I don't know. I, I felt like it was a, it was a bit a weird deal if that like that that narrative kept going. But um, Bowie has done a great job. I mean, you mentioned it a while back. Like she could sleep her way through this, and she actually performed pretty well on top yeah. of it. I I I wish she could have sat in the final two just to see hear. Mm-hmm. how she acquitted herself yeah right being uh, a barrister and all yes <laughs> she called herself an attorney when she told everybody yeah, she was. Okay. I, I think she was like oh they don't know what a barrister is uh, i don't work at starbucks uh, but um anyhow we we Sari went first there was like i thought they were overthinking this like 
I don't know either that either one of them are more dangerous than the other. Um, they end up going with Sari. They send her home 2-0. It is what it is. And, and we get to um, the the HOH with the final four. Mm-hmm. And I I like this one. It wasn't great on TV, though. Like the, the Chinbot comics were yeah. really hard to see. There was, there, they weren't, re- you needed a really big team. <laughs> there wasn't much audience participation in this one. And actually, when it's over, you hear them come back in the house and they said, or like maybe it was the next episode when they came in, however it wraps up. They basically said, we guessed the entire time because they couldn't see it all either. Like it was a lot of just pure guests. Yeah, that's, it's not a good place to be. And we've, we've gone to the chalkboards or they're actually marker boards, I guess, this year. Yeah. A lot, a lot. this season. A lot. I mean, pretty much all of the big HOHs and have gone to it at this point, or important comps uh, has all gone down to it, which is which is fun. But it's also like, damn. I also wish like there's one more question. It's like, hey, we could do one more question if it's still tied, like just in case. But yeah, uh, I do want to say something about Suri going home. I think it was it adds to Jag's game to convince Matt that Suri needs to go home because Matt was right or die with her on the outside of that Jag, uh, the Minutemen uh, uh, team, but. The fact that he can convince Matt, like, she's got to go now. And I think it helped having Bowie Jane there to set offset that with, like, hey, the Mafia crew here, this is the way we can go. You can count on me. Bowie's been super honest, super, like, loyal the whole time. Where Suri has definitely had her ins and outs, and Matt's kind of had, a, like, had a, a little bit of a tiff with her at times because of things that have gone on. But I think that adds to Jack's game as well to, like, convince him his buddy. Like, she got to go, bro. Yeah, and and um, Bowie Jane ends up winning that, that comics one, right? And Yeah. And she puts, she, she has this like side deal with Jag, like, hey, look, I'm gonna do the, we're gonna do this guess a number thing, and yeah. so I don't nominate you, and it ends which up, which is shady, yeah, super <laughs> shady. Um, and but it doesn't really matter, right? Like, it's all about the POV. It really is, but like, it just adds to Jag's number, right? It's like one more thing Jag does. Like he's like, all right, I'm gonna I keep like just keeping himself away from because if he goes in that block. There's a good chance somebody convinces him he's got to go, and I feel like Bowie would have to turn on him, which she hasn't done anything to turn anyone all season. But like, she and Matt look at each other like, "This is our shot," <laughs> you know, like so super tough. But I, I think it's adds to Jag's resume, just like, "Hey, if I go on that block, there's a chance I could go home versus Matt versus we're not going to get rid of him." Yeah. Yeah. Matt, so they do go on the block, and then it's that final POV and seven POV wins for Jack. Wow. Um, Crazy. Doctor Will said most all time, and whoa, I missed that part. Dang. Uh, he he said that when he was just talking, just with the jurors there. Yeah. And uh, we need uh, let's get Doctor. I hope Doctor Will is on this Christmas thing they're talking about. Bring Doctor Will back. I don't know, man. He's hard to look at. Like he just looks so he, funny. He, he does. He. I thought he looked better now than he has in recent seasons. He looked less plasticky. Maybe fair enough. Yeah. He he's he looked a little scary a couple times. I thought he looked a little, little little slick this time, but not <laughs> as scary. Uh, uh, but, um, there's been a lot of comps late in the season that are really long and laborious, and this was one of them. Just pairing the photos with numbers, and uh, I, to be honest, they're they're kind of fast forward worthy. They're they're so long. Uh, uh, it ends up being a loyalty to the mafia thing, though, and. Uh, Jag gets the, the the final say here, and in all these situations, Jag is more more morally bound really than anyone that we've ever seen on the show. Like I have to do the right thing. Yeah, which is awesome because it's yeah. that's something you could easily turn on anyone, being like, "Dude, this is I have it right in front of me. Like it's laid out. I could just make this move and we're done, and like we can walk out. Like I just assail it from here." But it is pretty impressive to hang in there. Also just shows like how close they really are. Like it's not just, it doesn't feel like just a TV kind of moment yeah. where it's like, yeah, we're, we've been together long enough. We should be friends. It's like, no, they really come across as buds. Yeah. I think these guys are going to be great friends forever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And also it came up and I think it's, you probably can know more about this than I would. Like, I don't think they're able to use the, the ability to uh, say split the money as an option to keep some like to kind of barter with someone in the house. I think someone said that or maybe or you know anything about that? Like maybe contractually they can't use that as leverage. Yeah, I it I've never seen it discussed on the show. Like, I don't think you I, I wonder if it's because you can't. Like Yeah. Right? Like you can't you can tr- you can trickle some payment out to your to your friend after the fact if you wanted For to. For sure. But like I don't think you can use it as a bartering chip, which 
if you thought about it, it's like, hey, we'll just split it. You and me in the final two, we'll just split it, right? But like right. you said that, I don't think it's legal. Yeah, it, it must be against the rules because it's yeah. never been. Never never, never, at least they've never showed it to us. Right. But I feel like that'd be a, that would be a pretty ballsy thing to do to kind of keep your leverage, right? To say, hey, I'm going to win this. You come with me. I'll give you split with half. Like, Well, speaking of ballsy things, the, part one of the final HOH, so hang on these swings. It's this classic slamming against the walls while we're splashing nasty crap all over them. Uh, yeah. it's, the hair was gross. The hair was gross. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and like after an hour and a half, Bowie's just shivering so hard she's she's out. And like you didn't think that Bowie was going to win this one anyway. Mm-mm. But then Jag is wanting to rock paper scissors with Matt to decide. But Matt, it's like, nah, I don't really want to do it. And then he finally comes. He's like, yeah, let's do it. And like at that point, like us as the audience, we're thinking like Jag is going to take Bowie to the final. Um, and I guess if he wanted to take Bowie to the final, he would have voted Matt out last week. Right. Probably, probably, because he's sitting right there. But I don't know. I thought doing a rock, paper, scissor. When Matt didn't want to do it, I was like, Matt, you should do this because you have a 50-50 shot. I feel like Jack could outlast you if that's the case. Like, we've already I, seen him outlast everyone before. I kind of felt like Matt was going to win that thing, though. Like, endurance he guy, good. strength. Yeah. Um, it just his weight. I kept thinking that his weight eventually would wear him down, right? Because there's more of him to hold on to that ball where Jack is so much like. Have you noticed how puffy his face has gotten this season? Oh, like, huge. Dude, like, I, I, he's, he's used to burning like 6,000 calories a day in the pool. I pulled up their Instagram this morning since now they're actually back on Instagram. And like, I look at Matt, like it was competition, Matt. And I'm like, holy crap. Like this dude is like, his jaw was so chiseled. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like I'm surprised. Like, yeah. On Celebrity Big Brother when Ryan Lochte was in there, they gave him one of those current pools. This yeah. One. Yeah. Uh, no, Matt's, Matt will be slimmed down pretty quick, you know, when he gets back to Baton Rouge, go Tigers. Yeah, got to get, get in the pool. And I'm like, I mean, realistically, there's no way he's swimming for to to be in the Olympics in 2024 unless he has a second nationality and he's able to swim for a different country. Like, I, there's like, there's no way he's getting in. Like, it's too close to to world champion or nationals to even try to get it. Yeah. Hey, man, don't discount him. <laughs> uh, anyhow, Matt ends up winning the rock paper scissors uh, rock, which was close. Yeah, rock, yeah. scissors, and uh, Doctor Will swoops in at that point, and there's a lot, he, lot of opinions there. Yeah, Jag and Bowie and Jag. Like, I think one of the biggest things is Jag was evicted unanimously. Instead, he comes back, reshapes his game, and is where he's today. And and I get like in the long run, like that's enough for for Jag in the end that Matt saved him, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Like, like you, he can't repay that enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, that's true. Uh, I also think you try to discount Jag for that. It's like, well, no, he he was saved and he came back and dominated from that point on. Uh, also, you were trying to get rid of him immediately at that point because you saw him kind of coming on. Like that doesn't isn't a knock against Jag. It's just you you were trying to get rid of him because he was a threat to your game. Like I don't know how you take that away from him. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, but, it was, someone made an interesting point there with Will about like every, yeah. relentlessly targeting Cameron, but yet like never targeting Jag in the same way. I think because people didn't like Cameron as much as Jag. I think it was a personality thing, which is funny because like Nicole brought it up at the end. She's like, I I was so surprised how popular Cameron is. <laughs> yeah, well, because like uh, we also we're seeing edited versions of everything, right? So, but we did see people shitting on Cameron left and right. But like you watch him on TV, and it's like. He says he's positioning himself. He's politicking right. And like, he's doing all the right things. It's just like people in the house are just tired of him. Like, cause he was kind of stepping up and they weren't. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, they, maybe they wanted him to be quieter. I don't know. For sure. I mean, that's, we've seen plenty of people sink their own ships because their fucking mouth is too big. So yeah. But I, I mean, he was my favorite house guest. I'm glad he won that. Um, he was we'll get to that. I, astonished. yeah. hundred yeah. uh, percent. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I thought it was interesting that they'd say, I mean, I heard that point too. I was like, well, everyone liked Jag. I mean, like literally everyone liked that. Even though they knew he was coming for him. He was, they were like, man, he's a you know good dude to hang around. They loved him and Matt together. So like, you know. And uh, part two, Jag wins by like half an hour in this like zip lining thing. Uh, the, the thing was so long. Like Jag was so worried about him not winning him, winning that part. And like Bowie, I mean, like... I, it would have screwed me up. I'm so bad at time. I like I understand timelines, but like days and things that happen like that, like I probably get screwed up on some of the things. I understood some of the multiverse, uh, the universe things. I probably gotten that, but like this was hard. And the fact it took them that long, like 
this is there's a lot going on in this. <laughs> probably too hard, right? Um, probably too hard, right? I mean, I guess we will never know unless we were on one of these shows. Just like how much you sit around and stew on like this yeah. and right. like it's a chain of events. I guess you don't really have anything else to do other than like catalog stuff in your brain. Yeah, can't write it down. Yeah, I mean, you saw them in the uh, in that fight in, in part three. They're sitting there like counting on their fingers, like, oh wait, who was here that one? And like, yeah, Matt, I mean, like, I don't watch any of the live feeds as much as uh, other people do, but like, I, every time I pop in there, you, you very rarely see them, like, you hear them talking about like the game itself. But I gotta imagine that's happening at large portions of the day. I'm just like, all right, this, 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 this. You probably go lay down to quote take a nap, and you're really just like counting stuff in your head. Also, like, I mean, I feel like if you have a buddy in the house, you probably go over it with them, right? You're like, okay, this, yeah, okay, this. it's like, which is very evident in this part three. Is like, yeah, I said out loud, are these guys sharing a brain? This isn't. It was insane. Like honestly, this is the best way for this to go down too. Just like head to head, mano to mano, down to the tiebreaker. Yeah, down to the tiebreaker, and Jag gets it. And I was three. I was three minutes off on my guess. By the way, no big deal. Uh, I, I, what, what was that? My number was one seventy nine. What was the? I, number? Was, I said one seventy three. I think it was one seventy six or something like that. Oh, oh. I- well, you were over, so you lose automatically, dude. Yeah. Was, we were both pretty close, right? Because <laughs> it was two. I remember it being like two fifty something that the time ended on. Because I can't yeah. believe it was three hours they were up there. We benefited from being able to getting those graphics on screen that they did right. not. <laughs> right. Um. Any Bowie, she had promised. I, I I still didn't know what he was going to do here, but he's like Bowie promised Jag she'd keep him in the final two, but if she didn't, that she would vote for him. Matt saved Jag in week four. He saved him. Didn't turn his back on him, and I can't do that to you now. In the Minutemen. Minutemen right into right into the final feels very similar to Derek and Cody um, in in their season like a core group right into the final uh, with the exception of I think Derek got every vote uh, which didn't happen here and the jury well, we don't have to go too deep into it but Matt got his butt kicked in this thing like I mean like yeah you kind of knew it like I you don't want to blame it on his disability but like public speaking and like being put on the spot is not Matt's thing, right? Sure. Uh, before we get too deep in this, I, I do want to say like the Jag choosing Bowie, uh, choosing Bowie to go home. Like the fact that he, he, the way his speech went, I was like, I went back and forth real quickly. I was like, wait, it's for sure Matt. Then I was like, oh, it's definitely Bowie. Then it's like, wait, I don't know. But it was awesome to see Bowie be gracious about it. Just like, wow. Like, yes, I understand this. She wasn't bitter. She wasn't mad. She's a big smile on her face. It was pretty awesome that she kind of like, yes, I ha- he's doing the right thing. We all know this. I really like Bowie. She's great. She she's uh, really like turned a corner. Like she was so annoying at first and blase, but yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's like she's a good person. She's a good friend. Um, just like these other two guys. This might be the best trio of people we've <laughs> yeah. ever had on the show, right? Or any competition show. <laughs> I mean, like they're just good. Yeah. People. I mean, like you saw Bowie's parents whenever they get to see their videos. Like her yeah. mom was like super cute, and her dad like they were like, oh my god. And I'm like, also at that point, I was like. I wonder if Bowie comes from money. That's why she was able to be a lawyer, which makes sense. I maybe have a history of that in her family. And then now she's a DJ because fuck it, I have money and my parents are rich. <laughs> Where do I buy all these clothes? I don't. They're custom. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to her clothes because the end of it, they mentioned about her age thing. But uh, back to the jury questioning. I knew as soon as they were Matt had to answer qu- that first question. I looked at my, my buddy and my wife. And I was like, this ain't Matt's strong point. <laughs> um, like oh. he, he just could. I mean, Jag took ownership with like a lot of gusto each time oh, he had chilling those answers he was fucking yelling and like like yeah. demand i evicted you i had blood all over you i'm like what the fuck man yeah i was like oh like where this come from it's like I, if i'd been mad i'd been like easy but I, but I wonder if like these are the things they've talked about like you know like oh, people yeah. in the cast definitely were seem very like taken back by his response but matt was just kind of chilling like all right yep like i mean he was he was well rehearsed uh, yeah I mean, I will give Matt his final monologue to it all was pretty strong till about the last 20, 30 seconds. It didn't land, but it took off pretty well. You, you said Matt. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, that that's that's the part where he he came back a little bit. And I yeah. and um, but Jag and Bowie would have been a great yeah um courtroom duo here. Like yeah. I mean, he's like, I deserve to win. You need to choose to do the right thing. Yeah. Like oh wow, like I don't know if we ever really seen that before. Which, at that point, too, with the amount of wins Bowie had and things like that, moves she had made at the end, like would have put her a little closer to, to Jag's level. Yeah. Uh, even though I, Matt had some very poignant wins, but 
Bowie kind of like. I think Bowie and Matt would have been a really yeah real close, tight close vote. Yeah, I, that's why I love the the end of this because like it's not the Josh and Paul where it's like this is a bitter jury and like Paul dominated and did everything right and Josh just was like the jamoke that lasted longest. You know, yeah. like these guys did work. All three of them did work. It yeah. was going to be a good final no matter what. The, the only one that seemed really bitter was America. She's yeah, like the snakiest of the snakes, the slimiest of the snakes, or whatever yeah. you called him. She still voted for him because yeah. of that. She knew who who won, but yeah. Corey, I'm voting for the person that I think I can beat in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the peaceful Sikh? Like you're gonna yeah. choose him, not the 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 six foot three, two hundred yeah. swimmer. I know. Yeah, uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, the voting. I mean, like Jag. I'm glad Jag got the majority, but I'm glad Matt got a couple because he deserved a few votes for sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was it was Felicia and Sari that that voted Matt, um, and then then everyone else, including Cameron, who was the the last vote that they showed later on. Um, who I was kind of I wasn't quite sure, but I I like it when we have an objective jury that yeah. can just go on merit and not their feelers being hurt. Emotion. Yeah, which I get it. That was tough because like you you may have been wrong by someone in the house or whatever and betrayed. I get that. It's definitely a reason, but like. You, if you watch the game, like, and you paid attention to the game, especially as in the jury, you're like, yeah, like, yeah, it sucked, but you did the things you had to do to win instead of like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you you can mean, vote me out. Jag won the game. Yep. And and he won Big Brother. Uh, our guy Cameron, though. Yeah. House, America's favorite house guest, which was amazing. Great to see. Yeah. I, honestly, I think, I think people like, I think also that him, like, humanizing his, 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 his uh, daughter, he kept bringing that up and like, yeah. And like he had some really funny moments. So like his whole like bit about <laughs> Felicia being <laughs> related to uh, Denzel Washington was yeah. amazing. <laughs> like I just think he was a he's a real dude in the house. I mean like I can't take that away from him. So I don't think I'm glad everybody got that. But I I, I voted for Felicia actually for uh, for favorite America's favorite just because she was so damn funny and like her added her just mannerism and everything. She was hilarious. Her whole tooth thing. I mean it's she's wild. <laughs> did you actually vote? I did. I did. Oh, you I, did. Look at you. I, I used a text message for this. <laughs> good um um data data rates may apply um yep. Uh, yep. and we could have just ended with like oh god that yep. and then we had to bring in frankie grande and then it took me a second to identify danielle and Brittany mm-hmm. climbing out of laundry to get this time laser set up to try to close the bb multiverse and and we're led to tr- believe that there's this is happening live <laughs> like like these people didn't need multiple yep. takes to do this but I, I guess during a comp they came in and filmed this, or they did it before the season. Yeah, or, or yeah, or yeah. <laughs> months ago. Yeah, like these, they did an opening segment of this Frankie coming in with the laser, the right. machine thing. So I'm like, it had it, it tied all together. But I'm like, pretty sure no one was like waiting for this thing to come back. <laughs> yeah, we we didn't need to close the multiverse. No, but we do get a new game. Yeah, um, they they hit the multiverse into this Christmas thing. Um, and these jokers are now in like Christmas attire, and the the walls kind of illuminated with kind of an advent calendar. And there's this new Big Brother reindeer games with a new set of rules, some legends competing, and six action packed holiday episodes. This sounds more like a game show. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I in in that case, I hope we have the biggest of the big people come back to participate. They yep. named three people, which I don't know if those people are just like they, episode they one. Them. Yeah, they named three people. I can't remember. They, they were, I mean, they're people we know. And they said one person from this season will be on there. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, hope, I hope it's Cameron. Uh, Cameron would be great. I feel like Blue would also be a good option just because she would love to do this kind of stuff. Uh, I I did notice that when they, I never watched a clip on Twitter this morning that when they said this about a new cast member coming back, Sari's face was like, fuck no. <laughs> yeah. So a couple of the people that I'm seeing, one is uh, um, Tiffany. Derek. X oh yes, that's right. Derek X and uh, and Jordan, uh, right. one of the was a that's winner, right. winner, and one of the more famous people host show. Looking to see if there are four players will eventually. My mouse isn't working. Make it to the to the final on December twenty first, and they can win a hundred k. It's only like four or five episodes, right? It's like real short. Yeah. Okay, those three people. Are are the are Santa's elves? So I guess they're kind of going to kind of be host like. Mm. 
Um, each episode will feature three competitions that culminate in something called Santa Showdown that determines which players eliminated at the end of an episode. Four players will eventually make it to the finale on December 21st with one ultimately claiming the $100,000 prize. So, um, no word on who the actual cast is. But I, I have a feeling it's going to be some pretty big all-stars since it's a low commitment, right? All right. Anyhow, any uh, any final thoughts on this season? I know you loved it. Yeah, great season. Uh, super stoked uh, for how it ended. Um, sad it's gone, but um, yeah, good job, EB. Good job, Jag. Good job, Matt. Yeah, and I, I'm sure we'll hear a lot of rumors over the next few weeks about who might be on this Reindeer Games thing. Yeah, for sure. And, and congratulations to you for your convincing fantasy reality victory. Um, I did have Jag um, on did. on my team and Cameron who both won something at the end, but uh, no, the, maybe, maybe the point, maybe in the future I should, uh, we should consider on fantasy for reality, a, a larger point gift to the winner. Um, but, but there is pretty good balance. And so I, I do kind of like it. Uh, so congrats to you. You won by, by many weeks worth of, of, of numbers. Yeah, I'd like to say, I think myself for choosing so correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Big Brother is like the most blind of the blind. Yeah, no idea. Guessing. And like and when the season started, remember Sari wasn't on the cast, so Sari wasn't yeah. even draftable in, in Big Brother. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, let's shift gears over to, to Survivor. Um last time on Survivor, like it was the epic like shot in the dark by Caleb, right? The ousting of Jay. Uh, I mean Homeboy was voted out twelve oh. Actually eleven oh, but people think it was twelve oh. Um but nope, he's still there and we jump into the week. And, I mean, I I had high hopes after that for Caleb. I, I think we talked about him, him like backseating it now and and maybe being able to get under the radar, but having yeah. tribals, I think, really put him in a tough spot. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of hope for him. He's also one of my first picks. So yeah, but people are are kind of you, they're leading us to believe right off the bat that like Bruce is going to be the guy this week, like. And for some reason, Bruce has like some Jedi mind power over these people. I don't, I don't get it. No clue. Like, yeah, Emily is like, we should go oh, to no, Emily. Uh, Kelly, Kelly, yeah. she's Kelly, like, Kelly's we need home. to get rid of him, but not yet, not yet. And I'm like, y'all fucking hate this guy. He's so annoying. Ke- Kelly has the most captivating eyes on television. Uh, she was like a mini Bethany Frankel. She was like, uh, I'm stuck. Yeah. I'm stuck I in know. eyes. Uh, right capture. Yeah. Um, Caleb and Katura, they're becoming more and more aware of how Bruce is and like Kelly and Kendra thinking the same thing. Like they usually when they foreshadow like this early on in the episode, like it leads us somewhere. It yeah. did. Um, Emily is like, Hey Caleb, you're in a much better spot now. And, and she's like, I'm actually lying to him. I'm like, like you don't have anyone here. Like you don't, <laughs> you don't have to like ride with him, but you don't have to lie to him either. Yeah. Yeah. And there are people though, that want to work with Caleb and which, I think is a good idea, particularly if you're a somewhat strong player. Yeah. We always talk about it. Carry that shield around. Yep. He can be your guy. And like ultimately, like Bruce and Caleb should have worked together and Caleb tried to make it happen. But is, Bruce is just maddening, period, to be around. He's a weird, weird dude. I mean, Caleb's trying to work with him, and like he can't even have a conversation and Bruce just talks in circles and says all kinds of weird stuff and, and like, son and football and whatever teammates, and I'm like, dude. Caleb would like walk away, but like screw this dude. Yeah, but like I don't know. Uh, Bruce is yeah. not sure about Caleb, but he's claiming Jake and Kelly are his biggest allies. Jake's going to yeah. be out on him soon. I feel like, and Kelly I mean, sh- should be. They should have been out on him this week. I mean, like that's the thing. Caleb, yes, Caleb's charming and very good at some of the events, but like you can work with Caleb. Caleb will be at least be able to talk to you. Bruce makes no fucking sense. You don't know where he's coming from. He has vendettas all over the place for people, but that wronged him, and it's like you don't even know this person. It was one like. He's completely off the radar, off the off the grid here with his his thinking. So, like, why would you trust that guy? I yeah, no clue. Um, but, but immunity challenge, two necklaces though this time. Yep. Second week in a row, really, for this, and we're we're also playing for a reward, which the reward is food, but it's also a a spot on the jury for someone, which right. I guess hey. I, I like. I guess is cool. You go to Ponderosa instead of going on vacation with all the other people. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you want to like, it is cool. You get to continue to be a part of the game that way, but like, 
Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's more of winning it's, anything. It's more experiential, right? You still get to go to tribal yeah. council and experience yeah. what is a full season, really. You're yeah. participating in most of a full season. Yeah. And you get to decide the outcome. So go. Yeah. Right. Um it's not why I came here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We drew, we draw for groups. Jake D, Austin, Julie Caleb, Katura, Bruce, C2, Kendra, Kelly, Emily, Drew. And there's not a noticeable like favorite, I didn't think. Going in this, it seems pretty balanced for a random draw. Right. Um, but um, what one group's going to be immune, and like, there's a lot of times where I'm like, I could do Survivor, but like, this is a comp, this pole, pole endurance thing where I'm like, if they're offering me food instead of competing, I'm taking the food because I know I can't do that. Like this, this favors, I feel like small feet and like small but mighty people. Yep. Which is who ended up making it to the end. I mean, we, we got yeah. down to like um, D versus Katura on one side, D wins, and then D versus Kelly in the final, and like two very different styles. One, Kelly toes in the foothold, and I don't know how D like got whatever koala bear thing she got going on, but like she looked like she could have gone all day, and I, and I guess it's maybe strength and technique versus toes are, are the two styles. Yeah, she just had the right amount of grip on legs and arms. Yeah, I, st- legs must be really strong to to be able. To, I I just don't know how that works. I've never never embraced the pole in that manner. Still time in your life to figure this yeah. out. <laughs> but um, the red team is goes to the sanctuary. The losing team doesn't go back to camp. They go back to Lulu, the crappy camp where dreams go to die. And uh, I mean, I guess if, if anything, at least Caleb didn't have to go back there one more time. Yeah. But uh, they they go back to that camp, and with nothing. Meanwhile, the sanctuary group—they're like crushing tacos, crushing sodas. Again, like looks great. Don't know that I want the sodas because uh, of the dehydration that comes with them. But I'm like, is is there lemonade or something else I could have here? Oh, you have unsweetened uh, tea, please. <laughs> well, tea dehydrates you too. Um, uh, Julie, though. She starts getting a little iffy here, which rightfully, like, yeah, he's in the crosshairs. Um, but and Jake, I was hoping Jake would take more of a like sturdy role here and be like, no, like, Caleb, we're over here, we got to get Julie out of here. And like, I think they, they just had trouble getting Katura to commit to what they were going to do. Yeah. And, um, I don't know why she didn't want to commit. I don't know either. It's like these people aren't working with you, and here's an option to work, but. I don't know. She kind of got a little bitter about the the Bruce Idol being left. She being left into that information, but like, I don't yeah, know. I felt, a lot of people could have told you that. I felt like by Jake telling her that though was like, hey, I'm I'm solid telling. I'm yeah. I'm this is a piece that I have and I'm sharing it with you. That's what Caleb said. Caleb was like, I'm going to tell her because if she finds out from someone else, she's not going to listen to me. She's not going to you know. She's not going to trust yeah. me. I also just don't understand like like what not understand. Uh, I meant. I, I, if this gets broken up into different teams, Caleb probably lasts because yeah. Bruce probably goes home instead, right? Like, as you can see, Seafood still uh, being in the middle of some some options here, but like, if Bruce if and Seafood are on opposite teams, yeah, yeah, totally changes this game. And I just don't get it. I just don't get like who's going to help you win something. Like, if you want to get, if you're hungry, you want to win something. If like, I feel like if you have to do another team thing, Caleb will in the long run will be your best play. And, like, yeah. I just short sighted. I hope there's no more team things. Kind of. I don't either, but you know there will be. I mean, like, there's it's. it's probably, so we we'll probably go a couple weeks of solo, and then maybe we get a, a team one right. again. They've even done like a men's and women's one before, right? So at Old Lulu, though, uh, it's Drew and Bruce discussing a seafood blindside. Ends up being what we get. Um, but then, like, Drew, rookie move, dude. Take your stuff with you everywhere you go. Oh my god! I, I was thinking about this. Like, does does everyone else take all their other stuff? Or at least take your advantages with you, right? Like, yeah. not your bag. Yeah, take your safety without power with you, just in case uh, he won't make that mistake ever again. Um, yeah. This is not the this is, we've seen this a couple times in the last few seasons. People just like not taking their shit with them, didn't take an immunity with them, and like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, I mean, I I get it a little bit. You're like, I'm going to a competition. I'm not going to tribal council. Also, if you're the only one taking your bag, what's in your bag? Yeah. <laughs> you got in that bag. Yeah. Kendra is a very strong voice on this show, and and mm-hmm. she seems to be playing very hard. And it feels like 
that might be a downfall in the next week or two. Like, I feel like she's out on the forefront a little too much. And yeah, maybe. I, I think people do. I think she's uh, she sides with people pretty well. I think people do like her. So, <clears throat> but yeah, you speak up too much, you're gonna get you get got. Yeah, and some of these people didn't really seem to know Bruce had an idol. It starts kind of trickling around. But Kelly is trying to see if she can get Bruce and Kendra on the same page, which doesn't happen for a long time. But then, like, finally, Kendra and Drew. Um, or excuse me, Kendra and Bruce do end up having a conversation right before tribal council. Uh, I felt like they this was a miss. Yeah. Like Sifu seems relatively harmless in a lot of ways. Yeah, and, yeah, he's also calmed down a little bit more since he was on that smaller tribe. Yeah, I, it felt like the way to go was Bruce here, and yes, they they just couldn't get all on the, on the same page. Um, Once again, you could talk to Sifu. Like, you can talk to him. He might have convictions about something, but he's not coming off this wild theory about something else. Like, he yeah. can probably reason with him. And he's more go with the flow. Like, yeah, yeah. cool. Let's do that. Uh, oh, back at what I would call real camp, th- we're discussing the split vote. It's like three votes on Julie, three votes on Caleb, and then counting on a scared Austin flipping. Yeah. But with a didn't count on as Katura is this big swing vote and she's been working with Jake and Caleb. I'm just like, why did you abandon something that was good for you? Now you have nothing. Yeah. No shit. Uh, like you had something kind of good versus being lowest rung on the totem pole elsewhere. Right. Because once okay. yeah, she's in a tough spot. Yeah. Well, like also once these little mini teams go back to being a full team, like who do you have on your back now? Jake's not going to like Jake's like, you know, Jake's not going to be there. Caleb's not going to be there. And you have to go back to hang out with Bruce, you know, where in fact you could probably have gotten Caleb and Jake to say, hey, fuck Bruce this next round, right? It, yeah. You, you got to go with before you were, you were Jake and Mahomes and Maato, and now you're just all by yourself. See what I did there? Um, Jake from State Farm. Um, anyhow, first tribal, we said goodbye to, to Sifu in a pretty uh, anticlimactic way. We, we knew that was going to happen. Uh, second tribal, though. Like they talk about it, like it's been kind of like these office hours. I was very disappointed the vote didn't go three three. I don't know about you. Yeah, I was super disappointed. I'm like, come on! Like on top of that, you force people to have to make a, like take a stand here. Like in that point of the game, the play is like people force people into doing things they may not want to do. Here's a great chance. Austin also like we don't know what he's going to do. Like make him force him to do something. I don't know. Seems like playing the game. Yeah, I mean because. You the the people that would end up voting in the end would be Austin, uh, Jake, Katura, and uh, Kelly. Yeah. Why are Kelly and Austin that committed to Julie? Right. Right. I don't think so. I, I like you could. There's a scenario where you could go four zero. Yeah. Yep. Just be like, this is how we're doing it. We're good to draw rocks. Hey man, scared money don't make money. So yeah. <laughs> so oh well, Caleb got here. It sucks. He I was one of like my top picks. Like I thought this guy would could make at least till final five or six. Yeah, I mean he's he's put up some some solid fantasy points. Um, not not a top point earner just because of bad teams on <laughs> a really bad tribe to start. Yeah. Um, I am excited that. The Survivor auctions back next week. We haven't had the Survivor auction in a long time. I honestly, I don't know if I if I really recall one. Yeah, it's been. Gosh, I don't. I don't want to put a number out there. I would say six, seven, eight seasons since we've had the Survivor auction, and I'm excited to see it. See what people are willing to do for stuff. What they're willing to sacrifice um, for stuff for themselves or for their tribe. Uh, anyhow. Quick look at fantasy for reality, fantasy the numeral for reality. Uh, our survivor game, plenty of time to still sign up there because there's quite a few people still left in the game. And Will's crushing this one too. You're up by, I don't know, 900 points uh, after these few weeks and not real stoked by what I still have left. D, Drew, Julie, and Kendra. That's my team. <laughs> like, I, I don't know that I see any of those people winning survivor. Which probably means one of them will, because that happens a lot on this show. Right. But as long as I hold on to the majority of people that don't get kicked off first, I will. I can keep my lead here. We'll see. Yeah. Austin and Kelly 
are the the two highest point earners by a decent margin for the season. So good on you. Uh, hopefully, one of my people pulls a rabbit out of hat. Maybe Drew plays his advantage. Things things shake up. Uh, maybe Kendra doesn't get kicked out like I just predicted. Uh, so uh, let's shift gears and wrap up with the challenge. We had two episodes this week, which was surprising and unnecessary. I don't I don't know why we did that. Yeah, I don't know either. It also uh, felt like we talked about this before the show. It felt like the same episode twice too. Yeah. <laughs> See, MTV like doesn't need to like burn off content, right? Like it's not like they're, they're bursting at the seams with new stuff. They're running this and cribs and ridiculousness. Yeah, some um, wild now pregnancy shows. shows. <laughs> I mean, they don't like it's, it's like Siesta Key is not even on right now, or, or oh. any of those things. All right, we come into this week after James defeated Chauncey in, somewhat handily in the zone, or not the zone, the arena. And there were there's kind of these, what we feel like are two distinct factions in the house, the U.S. and everyone else. But it's not like that. They keep they say that, but it's not like that. Like There's very blurred lines. People are voting all over the place. And, and people from their own side are voting people out as to not shake things up. It's a very scared house, I feel like. Very. This also happens when you have too many people that don't know each other, right? Like they don't want to piss. They don't know who to who they're pissing off. Yeah, I mean, and in this house, there's there's a lot of stuff going on. Mariah is vibing with James, who's obviously roided up. Um, like, and there's this entire scene. It's just like suns out, buns out uh, with with Mariah, and yeah, but she's been like kind of dating bananas without a title for a year, and. We just jump ahead to it. She's making out with this dude later on and then has like kind of a meltdown because she feels bad about it. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, well, you're embarrassing like the icon of the show on his own show. Yeah. Which yep. should have some ramifications going forward, I would think. Uh, also, like, if there's no label on it, do you think Johnny's just sitting around waiting for her to come home? <laughs> Maybe. He's in the house. Well, actually, hi- fast forward. He's doing. He's with Corinne. You remember? Oh, Corinne? No. oh yeah, I'm watching villains a little bit. <laughs> He's with Corinne a lot on social media, so I think something's going on there. Yeah, yeah. All also, right. Mariah is like 15 years younger than him. <laughs> Twelve? Is it, is it that much? I don't know. I mean, she's got to be in her mid 20s, and he Johnny's like early 40s. Like, right? He's like 40. He's a man. He's 40. Yeah, he's 40. Mike Gundy age. Yeah, Mar- Mike Gundy, the guy who will always be 40. What, what, a what a deal. Always 40. Yeah. That um, was, it turns out that was like eight years ago. He said that. So he's not, not 48. He's it's gotta 40. be, it's gotta be even more than that. No, I feel like that was probably like 12 or more years ago. Efforting. Well, while you look it up, uh, Raven also has created a riff in this house, um, from running her mouth last week and running around sharing the strategy of the U S with the other side, which I didn't actually really remember. Um, but tip the hand of, of these quote factions, but there's, Again, don't seem to be factions. <laughs> Did you get an answer on Mike Gundy? Uh, it might actually be 14 years. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a long time ago. Yeah. Somebody said it was like less than 10 years ago, and I'm like, okay, maybe that's right. <laughs> he's 54 years old, and we're, we still think he's 40. I mean, he's, uh, a, he's a genius. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if he still has the mullet or not. I hadn't, hadn't seen him a lot this year. Uh, uh, a little. You'll see, you'll see him in the Big 12 championship. championship. <laughs> <laughs> and anyhow... Big big episode for Big T. She has graduated from culinary school and is feeding everyone, which is a nice person to have in the house. A, a, I guess a trained chef now. And then later on, she has a, a coming out party. So a, a well-rounded big episode for Big T. Too bad she's not good at anything. Uh, although she, we, won, she, she won the challenge, the uh, elimination. Yeah, we, well, we did learn that she uh, Big T is also um, a, a a diver and really likes to swim, which I don't think I knew. Yeah, she's a water, ba- water baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyhow, massive hot tub party, but that's a big hot tub, and it looks like an indoor hot tub, and they have an outdoor hot tub too. Uh, and there's some hooking up. Kieran and Raven are, are hooking up, and then now all of a sudden, Melissa loses her mind after yeah. being l- very lightly accused of bullying Berna with her eye rolls in the hot tub. And yeah, I mean, the aftermath. She's screaming at her. Berna's crying. She ends up getting an apology later on, but. I, that that was a tough look, Melissa. Yeah, I mean, you gotta imagine drinking, 
wasted way for your kid all the parameters of the show and then like being called a bully when you've been bullied your whole when you're bullied her whole story about bullying bullying when she's a kid you know yeah well, that timing at all she does apologize for it i feel like melissa is not that person anymore but she did revert back to her old ways pretty quickly <laughs> mom's mom's away melissa will play yeah uh anyhow let's get the challenge on this one this is control tower thing these buggies we don't have to dive too far into this thought kylan and ed did really good at, at their job even though kylan did have to switch out on one good for jay for filling in <laughs> what's the person of these pa- reason for these passengers in these buggies other than to put the plus minus and equal signs out there to tell them how to back up <laughs> <laughs> like a really yeah this is a weird hot challenge yeah i mean like especially there's a lot of sitting around and like it's not physical it's not you know draining i mean like draining for ed and kylan who had to figure out the math puzzles but ed's a fucking engineer he went to uh, uh ivy league school i mean like dude's super smart so yeah where did i i can't remember where did we get ed from where did he he he, he, he obviously did one season of challenge before this but he came from um uh uh the circle netflix the first oh, season okay that's where he came from so he yeah. was on the circle season one and then he was on spies lies and allies which yeah. is the only time we've seen him yeah i remember that now um, I really like it. I'm pulling for him. Yeah, I like he's a hoss. Oh, for sure. And I mean, he's a standout here. He's a standout in episode two as well. Um, I, write this down because I'm getting ready to do something I don't usually <laughs> do. Michelle should be credited for doing a really good <laughs> job on this on this episode because without some strategy to like keeping those cars in order and stuff, it could have been really chaotic and a lot harder. And I felt like she did a good job of doing it and then meeting the time requirements as they went. So yep. there it is. I complimented Michelle Fitzgerald on something. Yeah. But she's also sort of dating someone that's got a girlfriend. So be negative against her again. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if she knows that. Uh, she doesn't know com- all of it. Yeah. There's hints of it. Yeah. I wonder what show do we think he was on before joining the challenge UK? I'm a, he had to be like a Jordy Shore guy, right? Callum? Yeah. Uh, sure. Callum Izzard, he was on a show called Abitha Weekender, and then he was on X on the Beach, Peak of Love, and then The Challenge UK, and now he's here on Battle for a New Champion. He's uh, 28 years old from Sheffield, Yorkshire. Uh, I also found out on Paramount, I can't find this challenge on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, it's not on there, I don't think. But you can also, but you can watch international challenges on there. Oh. So big the, deep the feeder shows to the challenge world championships. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we, we did challenge this one. Do you think everyone else did a season two to feed a world championship? TJ never teased that like he did on season one. No, yeah, well, anyway, yeah, yeah. Back at the house, um, the challenge club, an on-site club. Michelle falling in love on the dance floor, and um, the names start coming out. It's Berna. It's Colleen. And then Raven's name is very much on the block. Um, and again, like, why are, why wouldn't the U.S. just let bygones be bygones and just keep all their people? I don't, I don't quite get it. Um, it ends up being a a twelve. We, fast forward through all the deliberation, she gets twelve votes, and then there's all these burn votes, and I hate it. Yeah, all the girls did burn burn votes so they wouldn't have to choose a girl. Which TJ's not a fan of this either. I I, I don't understand it. I mean, it, like. We after this episode, they put it into it right by TJ announcing on the next episode. No, it's a guy's week, so like you can only vote for one gender, uh, which still didn't stop the burn votes. Doesn't, yeah, it's kind of bitch move here. Yeah, like, uh, at the same time, like this was like an easy one to vote for too. Like if I'm one of the girls, just just go with Raven. I mean, like everybody's putting it on her. Like that's if everyone's putting it on there, and you're one of the last votes, who gives a fuck? Everyone else voted for you. What does it matter? Yeah. Um. There wasn't really anything to base a vote on this week, competition-wise, because there was no. They, they yeah. everyone succeeded, right? She just talked, told Kieran what the plan was, and that leaked out. So yeah, uh, you just walk around and don't say anything to anyone, and you'll. Which is, I mean, like that's the one guy she's hanging out with. Like, I get it. I mean, she did screw up, but like, all right, if you're really gonna, you know, burn her down for this. Like, cool, send home a USA person. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I Corey called him out on it, and he's like, "Hey, I, like, you guys are." Uh, afraid to play the challenge apparently yeah. uh, and i still kind of thought it was going to be berna but um it's it's raven she calls out Jujui, who i love she's I, i'm so sad she's gone um 
and we're playing Dirty Deeds. Um, not not sure if they were done dirt cheap, or but we are digging up objects out of the pile of sand, and then essentially playing pole wrestle mixed mm-hmm. with balls in, kind of, sort of. Yeah. Um, and Jujui like knocks it out of the park in the first round, and then Raven just decides she's gonna uh, pull a Carl and uh, put it put it put her put her weight on her. And mm-hmm. uh, summer house reference for any summer house mm-hmm. fans. Just put your weight on me. Um, and and Raven just crushes this thing. Yeah, I I felt bad. Like Jujui had was was like had the, the speed. I feel, I feel like to to do this, but then once Raven just made it a pole wrestle. Yeah, it was over. This would have been really fun if a guys a guys week because they're gonna got brutal. Oh yeah, they were just laid on each other. Yeah. And also, like, the strategy for Raven changed when she realizes, like, oh, I should be as close to Jujui as possible, so if I find it or she finds it, I'm automatically going to, like, tackle her or run yeah. it, so, which I, makes sense. I would have just gone around and tried to keep digging in new places where and see if she would follow me or not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if James and Ed were in this? Oh, my God. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, brutal. I, yeah. uh, James would have been popping back me all over Ed um, from his oh. steroids. Oh, it's, uh, I'll see what I did. Um. Yes, I am accusing him of performance enhancing drugs. Um, yeah, pretty yoked up. TJ keeps promising us chaos. I'm waiting for it. And we go into episode two, and I feel like the dates changed on us too. I felt like it was like seven days later. Then also, this next episode was like fourteen. I was like, what happened? I think those are hours. But it, no, it was it's, no, it's hours. But it's also days of out and hours. It's like days and hours. Oh, okay. It's, it's minutes and then it's hours, right? I oh, maybe I'm wrong. Hours, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe it was hours, minutes, and seconds. I'm reading it wrong. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, maybe previously it had another number on there. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, it's a swimming challenge. Uh, collecting puzzle pieces after you dive and get them. Make the puzzles. Put the whole thing together. If you do it fast enough, TJ doubles your money to 50k, right? And like Nerese and Berna, right off the bat, like, hey, yeah, we're the weak links, and Berna never even gets shown, so I guess she got it done. It ends up being. Uh, Melissa and Narice have the most trouble, but Melissa finally gets together, does it. Like, also, like, I've never done this before, but like, diving with a life vest on seems like it would be hard. Yeah. And, like, and those ropes, too. I mean, like, you're using a lot more, like, watching it, I'm like, it doesn't seem that far, but I'm like, you're already paddling. Then you have to go pull yourself down. You have to hold your breath all the while, like, still moving around. I'm like, it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, like, endurance wise, it's a lot to be doing. So I almost feel like if you're not a good swimmer, the life vest makes it even harder for you right because you know how to get that traction uh like because you could just sink the other way right like you're you have resistance pulling you up with the with the life vest yeah but it's maybe it should be optional (laughs) (laughs) Uh, who thinks they need one uh but then lifeguard ed comes and saves narice and i'm like is that allowed i thought everybody had it i mean but no, I mean, like it was built for everyone to get one, but I guess you had to swim it back. That's the whole thing. You had to swim it yeah. back once you got it. So, like, you need to be one on one, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, couldn't have Ed have someone have just gone and unclipped all of them for everyone and then <laughs> then really gone fast? Uh, yeah, T just lets us know it's gonna be a male elimination. Uh, we thought to eliminate the burn boat BS, maybe not so. Wrong. Uh, Anything from kind of back at the house after the swim for you? I, I think I feel like we already hit on Big T's coming out party. We, yep. we hit on um, congrats, Mariah and Ed regret or, or yep, Mariah. Well, it wasn't Ed. It's James. Mariah right? and James. Yes, yep. I'd I'd be more happy about it if she was with Ed. Uh, not sure about James. <laughs> and, and like you have uh, Mariah be crying to Narice. She's like, oh, it's okay. Like you and bananas aren't really a thing. You don't really think with James, who lives across an ocean from you. Yeah. Um, so let, let's be real there. And, yeah. and just very briefly. Did you see <laughs> yes. Kieran yeah. overhead squatting Zara? That's I didn't know it was Kieran, but I knew it was Zara. I was like, oh, man. I was, I was like, wow. He's not to be underestimated just because we saw that. No. Um, anyhow, deliberation. Corey's name keeps coming up. But then... Like nothing happens. Like, yeah. like, like we have all these dudes to choose from, and Huey's name wasn't that wasn't discussed all that much in that deliberation. Yeah, to get fifteen votes. I also think everyone looks at it as like, yeah, we all like you, but like you're not great for the comps. So yeah, well, it's kind of like if we put you in, if I'm a guy and I put you in, and you choose me. 
you're who I want to face. Yeah, exactly. So like, no, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like an easy target. I'm way. de-risking myself by putting someone in there that if they want to face me, I can beat them. Yeah. Because it became harder when Huey had to choose. Like if you're Huey, which of these dudes are you like, yeah, I think I can beat them. I just really depends on the comp at that point too. Cause like, oh yeah. I mean, if it's any shred of physical comp, right. Yeah. I, 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 there's, there's not an answer. No. And you're, James, Ed. Yeah, it's tough. Aesop, maybe, maybe it's maybe it's Aesop, but I mean, like, he's in really good shape. Yeah, that guy. Like, everybody's in better shape and more athletic than Huey. Period. No matter who it is in this cast, yeah. Huey like, is the weakest link here. But any guys, uh, I don't know if we'll have head to heads anymore with uh, the whatever's going to be happening. But uh, any well, heads, that, any heads to heads that happen are going to be very closely contested. Yep. Yeah. So anyhow, um, we play this game how I roll, which is an equalizer, right? Like this one doesn't matter who you're playing. Uh, and Kylan got out to a really early lead, ends up the lead shrinks, but Kylan wins the thing. And Huey's gone and we get the threat from TJ of like, hey, when it hits zero, you're all in trouble. Where do you see this going? Uh, Just mercenary? Yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, you're going to have to play some comps against them. I mean, like this, we're going to move into the chaos, chaos realm or verse, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, you're going to have to compete against. I mean, like, it'd be cool if you had to compete against them in the actual challenges, too, right? Like, they became their own team and then they broke the other teams up oh, into teams, right? I like that, where they can steal your money if they beat you. If, if we get all of them at one. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. I like that. I don't know if they're going to get any money. I don't see that happening, but I can see them taking your money away, right? You don't get to get it. They took it. Yeah, because I had thought about it before as just them coming in to play eliminations, right? Yeah. But if, is- if they're if they're the Harlem Globetrotters and you're the Washington Generals, and yeah. you're, you're, each week you're trying to 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 keep them from taking your money, yeah, I like that. Well, I I, I hope you're right. <laughs> I don't know if I'm right. I feel like it might just be a challenge thing where like you go to the elimination, it's going to be like strictly an elimination thing. But then like. Why do we have so many of them there? Because the because like these weeks are the chaos thing is not going to last for the rest of the show, right? They have three. They have three different elements to this, right? I don't know what the third one is, but there's three, I think. Well, maybe maybe it part of it is <laughs> in the eliminations, and then another part of it is their their full scale team against. Yeah, you. that would make like. But then like, do they go back in the house? Because that doesn't make sense for them to live in the house. Like that doesn't make sense. Because be, like it'd be fun though, right? I feel like they are there for challenges for eliminations, and then yeah. And you can, they can't win your money, but they can take your money. So we'll see what happens. I mean, next time, uh, looks like we're in like 13 hours or so. And maybe we start facing champs next week in some form or fashion. It looks like they get introduced at the arena. So we'll we'll have to see. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, like I haven't disliked this season, but I just feel like we've watched the same few episodes like for the last four weeks, three weeks. So. But, yeah, uh, I, I feel like we ramp it. It ramps from here because it's going to create different gameplay and different strategy in the house, regardless of what the new format is. Totally. Also, when there's less people, things get a lot more interesting because you can focus your storylines instead of just having randos all around the house. So, yes, absolutely. Cool. Um, reminder: check out Fantasy for Reality. Plenty of time on the challenge. Only four weeks in, and a lot of people to draft. Obviously, you may want to. Draft some of the people in the house, but you may also want to draft some of the, the the champions that are that are coming in for blood and see what's going on there. Any final other thoughts on reality TV in general before we get out of here? Uh, Salt Lake City, Southern Charm, get on it. Been great. Uh, Blow deck's been fun, and uh, there was some interesting stuff that came out of the BravoCon uh, week. So uh, yeah, lots of interesting storylines and. Gary wasn't invited because of the sexual allegations against the crew members on the production crew. You know, that's oh, stuff like on, that. On the production yeah. crew. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Lots so I don't know if we're going to see Gary ever again. On TV. Wow. So, but yeah. Also, there's a lot of details about this Carl and, uh, and, uh, Lindsay. uh, Lindsay debate. Uh, how she, there's actually a story or some text or, uh, at least notes from a some conversation bullet, she some, had. Some bullet points. Bullet points. Like, seems 
doesn't seem like anybody did anything wrong here other than Carl was just like, oh, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Not a good look either way, but uh, I still have a hard time feeling bad for Lindsay, but I do feel bad this happened to her because no one wants to have this happen to her on their wedding weekend or wedding day. Like, I could only imagine how terrible that is, so I do feel for her that. But who knows? It shouldn't have happened. Oh, like, we got to move saw, on now. I saw Carl's Instagram today. He was in California, like, maybe involved with production of some, like, movie or something. I don't think he's in it, but he looks yeah. very skinny and frail. Um, I don't know Uh-oh. if that's what it looked like on uh, on Charming House Rules during BravoCon. Was he on there? I didn't see it. If I did, I didn't see him on there. Okay. I'm sure he was there. So check it out. Like you know, I love Carl, but he he looked very thin. Um, so as if maybe he's been under a lot of stress and not eating or, or something like that. Somebody has a relapse. He's good. He's better off. Sober, so anyway, uh, it's a lot of stuff there. So I know it's on Peacock, it's also on Bravo. So uh, I'm sure I'll check on some of that stuff later. But cool, you want to get us on out of here? Yep, you can find us at Twitter at After Reality Pod, like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe or download on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, or Stitcher, and check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. You can find me at iFollow45 on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on the Twitter at Spencer Kitley, and you can find at Fantasy the Number Four Reality on both Instagram and Twitter. And until we chat again, remind you all is fair in love, war, and challenges.